Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hello, how are you? Happy Monday! Yeah, you had a busy weekend of scrapbooking. Yeah, one day. Yeah. It was nice. It was fun. I didn't scrapbook Disney, though. No. No, it was all dance, but fun nonetheless. Sure, if you say so. Yeah. So let's start out in the Magic Kingdom today. All right. Um, Over at Liberty Square, the market area added some stand-up eating, which is uh, a nice concept and perfect instead of standing next to trash cans and trying to eat. They did. It's uh, a metal railing that encircles some bushes. So instead of fencing, they they found a way to add, um, you know, pretty much a... It's a ledge. Maybe chest-high ledge to the metal railing. And it really fits in because, you know, it's all this black wrought iron. Right. And it's a really nice addition because what happens if people don't have a table? What do they usually do? They wander over to a trash can and they kind of balance their stuff on a trash can. Uh, But this new um, this new ledge uh, looks like it can handle probably about 15, 16 people. Yeah. So it's going to be multiple parties. It's not just, you know, your family of four needs to find a spot. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, they they should have it in some of the other parks. Absolutely, it would be it would be it would do wonders for you know space issues. Yeah, sometimes you just need to like stop too and like put your stuff down and resort yourself. And there's you know kind of nowhere to do it out of the way in a lot of parks. So right, um, I think that's a great idea all over the place. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Yes, kudos to Disney for coming up with this. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's that hard of a concept. the, (laughs) the, The only problem is when you when you look at everything. All of the tables have these nice little umbrellas over them. There's just no shade over this. I mean, so. Well, I mean, it's definitely your least desirable spot, but it's it's a spot. Right. You know, I mean, you're not going to hang out there. And that's the thing about the stand-up spaces that's kind of nice is they're not super desirable. Right. They're not super comfortable. Yeah, it's not really necessarily in the shade. You're not going to hang out there. But at least you can eat your food you know, without trying to balance. Right. Mom and Timmy aren't going to hang out there while dad and Sally are over on. Which, right. Which is part of the problem with, that's part of the problem with the tables. You know, you have this nice shaded table. It's a good spot. Yeah. Maybe you got something to eat, but a half hour later, you're still sitting there because you're enjoying, you know, taking a rest. Right. And, you know, there's people who don't have a place to to sit and eat. So something more temporary that has people in and out is a, is a good option. Yeah. Now the big snack in, in uh, Liberty uh, Square Market is uh, the turkey leg. Yeah. What uh, what's your favorite Disney Disney World Magic Kingdom go to snack? Oh, I feel like we eat the popcorn all the time, but that mm-hmm. wouldn't be my pick. I don't know the Dole Whip. I do really like the Dole Whip. No, I'm gonna choose the waffle from Sleepy Hollow. If they still make them, they do. Okay, the fruit one that they put like the Nutella on, but I'd like it without the bananas. Or the mm-hmm. kids pick the bananas off and eat them. I don't nice. Like that part. But yeah, that's probably my favorite snack. Okay, good to know. All right. Um, at Splash Mountain, they have put the water back in, so that must be getting ready to open soon. That's right. As part of their annual refurbishment, they turn off all the water and empty it out, so uh, nice to see things flowing there nicely again. You know where I think they took the water from to fill it back up? Where's that? The moat at Cinderella's Castle. Oh, I like how you did that. Yeah, the moat is being drained. We mentioned last week that they're going to be uh, working on the castle, uh, and they did put the um, moat guards up, I, I guess. Um, and uh, they've started slowly draining it. It looks like it's been gone down a couple of inches. Uh, you can see algae around uh, some of the rocks. So um, I would say within the next day or two, it's uh, it's probably going to be empty. All right. Uh, let's get in our virtual monorail and head over to Epcot, uh, where the news there is that the um, the 
cuts in the hours for some of the attractions has been reversed. Yes. So last month, uh, last week, actually, we announced that a lot of the new films that had opened um, on January 17th for China, France, and um, the Land Pavilion in Canada, uh, that they were going to cut some of those and they were going to be closing an hour earlier or, uh, you know, an hour earlier than scheduled. Well, they've come back and said that's that not the case. They're now going to pe- keep them open until park closing. So if you were going to see Awesome Planet, Canada Far and Wide, Beauty and the Beast Sing Along, Impressions de France, American Adventure, or Reflections of China, they will now stay open the full time. However, they are still going to close the American Adventure, Awesome Planet, and Canada Far and Wide uh, during Extra Magic Hours in the evening. That seems fine. I mean, Extra Magic Hours are meant for the most popular attractions. Right. So that... that- to me, makes a lot of sense. Right. Now, the one thing that did not get addressed during this was the Kidcot stations were going to be closing an hour earlier. Uh, there's no word on whether they will keep those open until 9 p.m. But you know what? My idea, my, my thought on this is if you've got a kid in the park at 8 p.m., they're probably in no shape to do a Kidcot station. Right. Yeah, no. No, I don't, th- I don't feel like those ever stayed open really late. At some point, yeah, those sort of wrap up. Right. Okay, so now we're going to go through the International Gateway. We're going to take a little walk. And we're going to get on our virtual Skyway. Did you drink at Scrapbook today? No, I didn't. Wow. I could have. No, they didn't have it there. Some Scrapbook things do have drinking, but there was no drinking at this one. I thought this is cute. This is, um, this is, I'm this is your yeah. thing. Okay. Right, yeah. So now we're getting on Skyway. We're going to take the Skyway over to Hollywood Studios. Hold on. I need to take a knee. This is like a mile walk. Okay. It's, yeah, it's far. Um, and now we're going to talk about my least favorite topic to talk about in Hollywood Studios, which is... The posters at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right. Well, they have just added a, a new poster uh, for Potato Land, which if you have watched the new Mickey shorts at all, you know that uh, Goofy wanted to create a theme park based on potatoes, um, and this poster uh, celebrates that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios is modifying their park hours. They are. Through March 28th, the park will open every day at 8 a.m. versus the 9 a.m. scheduled openings, uh, so be aware of that. Uh, Also, extra magic hours that were scheduled for the morning have now shifted to the evening, uh, and those will occur on the Sundays during March, which are are the 1st, 8th, 15th, and 22nd, and the extra magic hours on those nights will run from 8.30 p.m. until 10.30 p.m., and don't forget, extra magic hours are for registered guests staying in participating Walt Disney Resort hotels and select good neighbor hotels. And Rise of the Resistance will not be open for that. Correct. Um, there's a new in-ride hack for Smuggler's Run. What is this all about? Well, tell me, Cheryl, what is an in-ride hack? Uh, it must be if you do some special things, you can get something different to happen than what would normally there happen. There you go. So the, if, if any kid grew up playing Nintendo or PlayStation, they're used to these game hacks or Easter eggs that you can do by doing left, right, left, right, up, down, sideways, shuffle, step, you know, <laughs> all these special codes. Uh, well, there is a code that will allow you on Smuggler's Run to replace Doc Ondar Um, with Chewy. So during the ride, Doc Ondar communicates with you and and tells you certain things to do. Uh, Well, you can get Chewy um, as your, uh, well, get Chewy doing your verbal cues, which are tough because he yells in Wookiee the whole time. (laughs) And I guess he's not yelling. I guess he's kind of growling and grunting. Okay. Um, So the ride hack, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, you know, up, down, left, right, but it's the pilots have to do a certain thing with their joysticks and then the engineers have to do something and then the gunners have to do something and it all has to be done before you the seatbelt check is done. So this isn't the kind of thing I think that six strangers are going to be able no, to pull off. No, no, no. 
Because if I walked onto a ride and looked and said, listen, everybody, here's what I need you to do. You know, yeah, you yeah. guys need to push your joysticks to the left and then you need to click. That's not going to happen. You no. need to be a group of four or six people who are going in with the, uh, with the, 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 the mindset that and the intention that you are going to do it. Right. So, uh, but that's kind of funny. And I love that it's, I love that it's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, moving on to some merchandise news. How did we get there? Um, teleporting. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to go anywhere because this actually exists in Hollywood studios right now. Okay, yep. You can create your own Disney merchandise at kiosks across the different parks and in Disney Springs. Right. So there is a new thing called MADE, M-A-D in the Disney uh, font, E, and it's uh, they're, they're little made-by-you kiosks. And these kiosks allow you to personalize merchandise, some T-shirts and mugs and um I, I don't know what else, but I know it's long sleeve, short sleeve T-shirts, mugs, apparel, um, and you pick out your shirt, you pick out your color, you pick out a design, and it allows you to customize it, much like the DTEC station, uh, which was in Disney Springs when it opened four years ago. Um, so these uh, these are pretty cool options, um, and it can be ready in a few hours, and then it can be delivered to your ho- uh, to your resort or shipped back to your house. And right now these um, these little kiosks exist in Hollywood Studios at the Star Wars Launch Bay and at the Celebrity 5 and 10 Shop, at Disney Springs at the Marketplace Co-op and the NBA Experience, at the Magic Kingdom at the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, Frontier Trading Post, and Curtain Call Collectibles, um, and at the Disneyland Resort, they are at the Star Wars Launch Bay and Star Traders. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be some fairly simple merchandise that can be made quickly on the fly. So Yes. Okay, um, a new Starbucks mug is coming to Disney Parks, and it is Star Wars themed. Well, it's actually a new Star Wars, um, sorry, a new Starbucks series of mugs called Starbucks Ben There, um, and the first one features the planet Hoth. So there are some scenes uh, from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so it looks like they're just going to be doing uh, various locations from the Star Wars universe, which every Star Wars collector will now need to have these. Of course, they're smart. Yep. Uh, Lululemon, something that um, some other different types of people like to have. Like Lily. <laughs> yes. Her uh, $117 leggings. One of the oddest collector's items out there, leggings. Um, a Lululemon store is going to be coming to Disney Springs uh, sometime this summer? Uh, actually, by the end of 2020. So okay. the, there's no word where the location is going. Um, but Lululemon is part of the what they're calling the athleisure style of clothing which is leisure and athletics because uh, a lot of people wear these and they don't really work out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, in Disney Clu- Cruise Line news... Some rumors. New, in Disney Cruise Line rumors, some new itineraries are rumored to be coming out this week. That's right. The summer 2021 itineraries are rumored to be coming out... To, well, to be announced tomorrow. Um, and then if that is the case... Um, there will be different booking windows based on your Castaway Club membership uh, or lack thereof. So uh, the way they do this is it is usually a graduated um, booking window. So first Platinum Castaway Club members will have the first opportunity to book, followed by Gold Class Castaway Club members the next day, um, followed by DVC members, Golden Oak residents, and Silver Castaway Club members, and then the general public on the fourth day. So... Um, 
included in the summer 2021 20, uh, itineraries will be their Alaskan and European itineraries. So those are usually very popular, um, as well as the sailings to and from Hawaii have been announced during this, this window. So if you're looking to cruise in summer of 2021, uh, you might want to contact your your favorite travel agent who happens to be me. We hope. We hope. <laughs> uh, if you use another travel agent, that's fine. You can still listen to the show. We, Tony should still be your favorite, though. Even if you use a different travel agent, Tony should still be your favorite. Well, some travel, travel agent. agents listen to this show. so And Tony should still be your favorite travel agent, even if you are a travel agent. Okay. Because he's that much fun. I like the way you I like the way you think. Yeah, well, you know, I did marry you, so I must well. like you. Okay. Um, I think this is exciting. Uh, there was talk of Virgin Trains um, coming th- to Disney World. Do you know how you know it's a Virgin Train? How? Because it's ugly. <laughs> that's, that's not a nice joke. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, well, the, my other favorite joke is, do you know where Virgin Wool comes from? Ugly sheep. Ugly sheep. Oh, okay. Yes, thank you. Uh, so Virgin is working on designing the terminal that they're going to be putting in uh, the Orlando area for Walt Disney World. More, well, yes, more specifically, a Walt Disney World terminal. Is it going to be in Walt Disney World, though? Yes, it's going to be a Walt Disney World stop. On Disney property? Yes. So the um, so it would have to be in conjunction with Disney. You're telling me Virgin is working in conjunction with Disney? Correct. Okay. So the south, they were trying to put a railway in... Uh, Southern California, uh, Southern Southern California, Southern Florida, and it's supposed to connect eventually Miami, Orlando, and Tampa. And the Disney World station is going to be on the Tampa to Orlando International Airport line, uh, with the intention that you'll be able to eventually connect to Miami from all of these stops. So okay. uh, it will make traveling if you're cruising out of Miami on Disney Cruise Line a lot easier. Um, and they're going to build the train station on or near the resort. So. And with Richard Branson and the Virgin uh, Group, he usually gets stuff done. I guess, but we've heard um, the cruise, the Virgin Cruise Line is not doesn't seem like it's selling as quickly as people had thought, right? No, well, that's that's a whole different brand. Oh. They're, they're just it's well, a it's, it's a very Virgin. niche it's a very niche market, though. I know, but uh, I don't know. They're trying to. It seems like they're trying to get their hands in all the things that Disney does, and I don't know. We'll see. Um, Rise of the Resistance, the queue in Disneyland has been having some difficulties with power outages. Yes, all day yesterday they had uh, all sorts of power outages uh, in the ride's queue, which left the guests uh, in emergency lighting at periods. And uh, apparently when the power power was out in the queue, the ride was also not functioning. Uh, So the ride had been down for about an hour and a half on... uh, you know, the weekend, which is Disneyland's busiest times mm-hmm. because all the locals are there. Yeah. So hopefully they can get their power issues figured out. I wonder if they came through the line with like cookies and water. Mm, maybe. I know that's something that they were doing in Disney World when things right? wouldn't go quite right. Um, some promotional filming has been taking place uh, for the Avengers Campus. What did that entail? Uh, Marvel's Avengers Campus is coming to Disney's California Adventure in the summer of 2020. And... Uh, Captain Marvel was seen filming some segments in front of the Hyperion Theater uh, over the weekend. So it looks like, you know, they're probably doing commercials and or video promotional work for the campus, which is slated to open later this year. Very cool. Um, Some new Mulan ear headbands have uh, been released. What do we think of these? Uh, You tell me. They're they're very cute. They are cute. They have a traditional uh, Chinese style to them, like... uh, 
It's got that the red, almost like dragon pattern, uh, like red on red pattern with um, like gold symbols on the ears. And then like a dragon, a gold dragon head, sort of almost like a pin or a, uh, what would you call that? Kind of looks like those dragon, uh, uh, the, the, the dragons that they use during the parades. Yeah, but I mean, what do you call that disc thing? A pendant? Yeah, maybe like a pendant uh, between the, the two uh, parts of the bow with a sort of a fan going out or over like the top. Or like a brooch. It, they're, they're nice. I like them. Yes. Yeah, so I think those are twenty nine ninety nine years. And um, I, I'm sure they're definitely available in Epcot. Do we know where else they're available? Uh, well, these were, were spotted in Disneyland. And they are a uh, red silk flower print uh, with gold symbols. The headband on the inside is a beige velvet. Um, the fan, uh, oh, there's a ch- fan, Chinese fan is, yeah, is stuck between the ears. I mm-hmm. did not hear you say that. Yep. And it's a medallion featuring medallion. a fierce that's a silvery, good, that's uh, a silver word. dragon. Yeah. Okay. Medallion. And these are of course in, con- uh, in conjunction with the release of Mulan in March, uh, on March 27th. And then the back of the, the, the bows from the backside uh, of the ears has has a green bow, and it looks a little different because you don't see the dragon. It does. I wish it was a blue bow. I would like it better. Well, it's blue, blue in the front and green in the back. I wish it was blue all the way around. Wow. Well, aren't you finicky? The green looks funny. Okay. okay. Um, where do we want to go now? Disneyland Paris, because, you know, it's nice there. Yes. Uh, the Hotel New York, uh, the Art of Marvel, which has been uh, under – Remodel, I would say construction, but um, I guess it's a little of both, Is has now an opening date. What is that opening date? That's right. The new opening date is this June. I believe it is June 15th uh, that the Disneyland, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, which is a mouthful. I'd hate to have to answer the phone like that every two minutes. <laughs> but you don't say that. You have to say it all in French anyway. That's true. Bonjour. Um, this hotel was originally themed as Disney's Hotel New York when the park opened in 1992. So 28 years later, it gets a little bit of a facelift and they've added a bunch of Marvel theming to it. Um, And uh, they've released two video segments uh, with some of the Imagineers who worked on it. So I will post those on the uh, Facebook page. Cool. In Universal Orlando, they are going to have the Today Show come be a part of things there. I guess you can view the taping if you're there on the right day. That's right. February 28th, annual pass holders received an email that on that day they will film the Today Show as well as feature a concert by Little Big Town. Um, Pass holders uh, who respond have to RSVP and let them know if you are interested in the concert viewing area or the show viewing area. The show is going to be uh, at the Theme Parks Today Cafe and if you view the show, you will not be able to leave the area to view the concert. So they are corralling both groups into separate areas. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the Jungle Cruise movie is coming out soon. And in anticipation of that, they're going to be releasing a board game uh, about the Disney Cruise adventure. And that's going to be coming in, I don't in know, the, the late spring, early summer. Early summer. Uh, the movie comes out later this summer starring The Rock and Emily Blunt. And uh, the board game looks pretty fun. It's, it, it looks kind of like a version of life. You know, you've got uh, the little jungle cruise boats and little passengers, and uh, it could be a fun time. Okay. The Bonassos might have to buy it. All right. And coming to Disney Plus in March are a bunch of new things. What are they? 
Uh, I think the big thing is Black Panther is coming on March 4th. It is uh, it has completed its 18-month term on Netflix, so it will be joining the rest of its Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. You know, we're getting some some Fox movies, Doctor Doolittle 2, Ice Age, uh, Bedtime Stories. Uh, there's also going to be new episodes of uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, some new episodes of Disney Fairytale Wedding. Um, but I think the big one is um, is uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, the entire Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe will get there. I think the remaining films uh, is Ant-Man and the Wasp and uh, Avengers. Um, good Lord, why can't it? What was the first one? Uh-huh. The second part of the second part was Endgame, and I've just blanked on the name of an Avengers movie, and I feel like I'm a complete zero now. <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> you can go back and edit it in later if you want. No, that's fine. Um, also coming to Disney Plus is a original series called The Maze. Yeah, this sounds like it's fun. It's uh, by the creators. Uh, the creators are the executive producers of The Amazing Race. And they have created a show that is um, features one adult, uh, two family members, one adult and one tween between the ages of 11 and 15 who are on an adventure uh, quest to unlock clues and solve puzzles. They will be guided by wizards and eccentric and eccentric char- uh, characters. Uh, the teams will be uh, will be going through fairy tale cities uh, of in in old Europe uh, and some of their villages. And once they reach their final destination, de- destination, what do they have to solve? A maze. A maze. Um, so uh, I guess it's going to be an elimination game, but it looks like it could be a fun time. So uh, you can. Search for it on uh, the on the web, uh, or just go to themazecasting.com if you are interested in applying. Is it Infinity Wars? There you go. Thank you, Avengers Infinity Wars. That's I want your, you wow. to know, everyone. I did not look that up. That just came wow. to me. I know. Wow, good job. Um, and the Star Wars: Rise of the the Skywalker is going to be coming into your home if you would like to purchase it. You always like to throw that extra the in there. Oh, you Star know, Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. It's because it's so close to the ride. Rise of the Resistance. Right. So, Rise of the Skywalker. Right. Okay. I mean, they're both Star Wars things, and they both start with Rise of. <laughs> and you both have in- no interest in either of them. No. Uh, so I don't know. But on March seventeenth, uh, Rise of Skywalker will debut on digital format, and then on March thirty-first, it will debut in four K Ultra HD. And Blu-ray format. Uh, so get your wallets ready because it's coming. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Woo. Cheryl hates when I buy them. <laughs> all right. Anything else? That's all I've got today. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a great Monday. I'm going to take the Skyliner back to my bedroom and go to bed. And have break, break open the <laughs> minibar. Uh, until tomorrow, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.